Welcome back to FIAT, the podcast for Catholic women. We are Renee and Maureen, and we want to give you reliable and honest information about how to be a modern Catholic woman in the world, but not of the world. We use personal experiences as well as church teachings to motivate you to always say yes to God. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. And today, <laughs> I am so excited for this episode because if you guys have been following along with all of our episodes, you know that I have zero experience with guys because I've never had a boyfriend. So this episode is very fascinating to me because we're about to get all of our girl questions answered. So for the ladies listening out there, this is the episode for you. But also for the guys listening, because we know we have some now. We know you're also welcome. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we have a special guest on today, if you couldn't tell, because um, obviously I'm not just going to like magically <laughs> know everything about guys. So we are collabing this week with another WCUA podcast, Stained Glass Stories, which is hosted by Austin and Matt. And if you're not already listening to them, you definitely need to go listen because they're pretty awesome but um, we're going to have them introduce themselves now. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Uh, my name is Austin Nappy. Um, I'm a junior politics and theology major. I'm a member of the baseball team here. I'm excited to be talking with you guys, uh, getting into the weeds of, of all this stuff that you guys want to know. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to give you the best, uh, most honest answers we can. I'm Matt. Um, I'm a, a junior um, nursing major on campus uh, with a theology minor. Um, I'm part of campus ministry, um, and I'm excited for the podcast. Thanks for letting us on. Thanks for coming on, honestly. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. But, like, do you guys want to just give, like, a quick background of, like, what you talk about on Stained Glass Stories? Yeah, so Stained Glass Stories um, is a podcast that we have launched this year through student ministry. Um, It really um, was aimed to reach the students who are living at home, um, who are not, who are virtual. I mean, it's turned into a great um, medium to share uh, your witness um, for your story. Um, oftentimes we look at the stained glass that surrounds our church without actually understanding how that's applicable to our own salvation um, and our own uh, faith story. So we bring on various guests, uh, religious sisters, um, students that can't act Catholic. We had Christopher West, Matt can talk more about that. Yeah, um, uh, like Austin said, we, we bring on a lot of different people and we interview them, like Sister Anna Ray, who's in the philosophy department. And Christopher West is probably our biggest interview on theology of the body Um, and a lot of it is yes asking them about their story but also asking practical steps in order to you know achieve heaven Um, in certain categories so for Christopher West it was in regards to theology of the body sister Anna we were looking at philosophy so just honestly just conversations with with people who are you know searching and striving for the same goal which is heaven Yeah, I love that. I like that you guys focus on practical steps. I feel like a lot of times speakers can get really, really broad and like really romantic, like, oh, well, when you hear God's voice, it's like, well, mm, how do I get there, though? Like, you need the steps. So I love that. I'm a very practical person. So yay. (laughs) I just want to also point out, so you guys upload on Wednesdays, right? Yeah, typically Wednesdays, you know, we're just, we're like any other college student, you know, deadlines are are brutal, but um, (laughs) yeah, we try our best to do Wednesdays and you know, we try to get as much content as we can to people who listen. Yeah, we're Mondays, everyone. Two days later, you have another amazing episode to listen to. So you absolutely need to go check them out. Because if you're at all interested in our episode, then you're definitely going to like this. 
Yeah, and we know you're all interested in our episode because we're amazing. So, <laughs> so follow them too. But yeah, um, we feel the deadline thing, like on a spiritual level. Last week, we just didn't write a script and we were like, we're going to wing it. And I don't think that'll be happening again anytime soon. But <laughs> I really hope we, not. We feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just get into it, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know where to start because it's not like, most are just like all over the place. But basically, Yeah, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we just, let me like introduce what we're doing. So we're just doing like oh. the, the, the classic like YouTube thing where it's like 10 things like girls want to know from guys or are afraid to ask or whatever. But we're doing that, but like Catholic style. So we're making our own little like twist on it. So we just kind of have random questions that we think, girls want to ask guys yeah so it'll be interesting we'll see where it goes but <laughs> feel free to elaborate on anything um so yeah really excited but Maureen which question should we do first <laughs> I don't know okay yeah I also realize I am so bad at this all the time I'll just like jump into the topic without actually explaining um, oh yeah but yeah. all right I'm gonna draw I'm gonna pull a question from one of our past episodes so we when we talked about dating we were saying one of our tips for like before dating is to like make a list of qualities that you want in a guy so that like before you get committed like you know that a person like may or may not be right for you do guys do this because I feel like girls just like do it automatically but I'm so curious uh I mean short answer no I don't think so <laughs> Matt, um, for short answer yeah I think girls I mean this is not at all a bad thing but love romantic you know, comedies, love romance, and... Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of my uh, opinion, is that, like, you know, we have girls who are 12 years old who are dreaming about their marriage and, like, kind of planning it out on Pinterest and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that or anything. Um, guys, I think, more tend to just focus on, like, the now and, like, just, like, what's in front of me. Um, and there are pros and cons to both of those areas. Um because uh, sometimes you get caught up in the now and forget about the people that you're not with. But yeah, for short answer for me, no, I, I, I've never really made a <laughs> It's interesting because like you have this, um, I feel like like maybe girls have this tendency to maybe like make this list tangible. Like they actually like want to pursue this list. I think guys like are like kind of internally like, Oh, like, I mean, for me, at least, like, you know, I, I came off a dating fast during the summer. And for me, like, in my head, I was like, oh, I want a, I want a good Catholic girl who's going to practice her faith. Like, so I guess, like, that's the checklist, right? Of Like, just, like, kind of, like, as we go. But we're just kind of running, like, you know, kind of flying by the seat of our pants. We're not, like, we don't have a clear, like, methodical plan about how we're going to find our person. Yeah, I think it's that person. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say like girls aren't like, I mean, I am not like that much into a plan, but I have like certain qualities that I'm like, I want this, this, this. So yeah. very interesting. Oh yeah. I'm a planner. Like I totally get what you're saying. Like girls do that sometimes. We're like, okay, like if I'm in this class, then I'll meet this guy and then he'll do this. And like, yeah, it like totally happens. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Since you said rom-coms, I'm just going to get this one out of the way. Have you guys <laughs> ever seen the movie? He's just not that into you. Yes, I have. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. Yay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I have. It's like Scarlett Johansson, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm you need to watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give, give like the background. So, okay. So basically it's just a bunch of different relationships. And like the moral of the story is like, 
like that you basically learn is like if guys want to pursue you they will so like stop throwing yourself at guys that don't want you aka he's just not that into you like get over it but there's also like like other like more complicated stuff but so we're curious there's kind of like multiple questions we have on that first of all how true is that like it's like guys are pretty like not strategic but um like if they want to pursue you they will and like if they're not they're not like is that like pretty true <laughs> um i think it depends on the person you know i think also how old you are uh that's true school, it's very different guys are afraid to talk to girls um <laughs> college becomes a little more you know mainstream becomes a little easier um to have conversations you know with the opposite sex and even high school becomes easier once you get older but it also just depends on the person some people um struggle to actively pursue a girl just because it's scary it's really scary especially nowadays when you know a denial is seem like the end of the world and people just get roasted if a girl says no even though that's how dating should be it should be a pursuit yeah if the girl's not interested they say no and it shouldn't be an embarrassing fact it's just the reality of what dating is um but yeah it, it just depends on the person yeah i i think it, at least when it comes to this like this idea that who we're pursuing is I feel like it, it kind of varies like if we if we unfortunately right that the culture of today is like looks first and they then get to know the person and we have this hard time to like vary from that um I think like once you get past that point of being like okay well looks are everything I think then it starts to change how you pursue people because I think from my personal experience where like I've I've gone through the single life I've gone through a relationship kind of phase and I think that it, it really is about like how you're pursuing it like what is the route you're taking not necessarily like um, why you're doing it I feel like that move I've seen the movie and I think that there's a lot of parts in that movie where it's like oh well you know she's overwhelming or she scares me I think like it's um I think guys don't guys genuinely do care about that kind of stuff um, and who a person is. We just have to get past our own fallibility when it comes to objectifying. Hmm. Interesting. That is not how I expected that answer to go. But <laughs> um, All right. This is kind of related because like <laughs> the movie basically tells girls they like should never ask a guy out because it's like, if it makes it sound like if a guy isn't interested in you to begin with, like he never will be, or like, even if you show interest, like I know like my experience, it's like if a guy that I like maybe wasn't interested in the first place, kind of like, if he like DM'd me and was just like, Hey, like what's like, and it kind of <laughs> seemed like it, he was like intending to lead it to more. Um, it was like, I will like evaluate that and be like, Oh, I didn't like this person, but like potentially maybe. Um, and so, like, I, you know, will, like, let it go on or whatever. It it almost sounds like that's not the same for guys. Like, if a girl was to reach out and a guy didn't already like them, like, it's just going to, like, die right there. And, like, guys will never, like, think through it again. So if a girl was to reach out and you didn't already like her, maybe, would you, like, shut her down? Or would you even, like, have the potential to let it go on? I, I think I'll, I, I would – I have a – strong opinion about this but I mean, you might you might be very different because we're very, like we're best friends but we're very different when it comes to this stuff okay um i think that if a girl reaches out to a guy it is very intriguing like 
the the adrenaline rush of a guy like of a girl like going out of her way to want you right in a sense in that sense like is very attractive so as a guy like you're you you take interest you start to you, like you start to say oh well could this work am i you know is this something that i see myself being able to to kind of move forward in i think you like there's this idea of like the long-term catholic dating right which is like you only engage in a relationship if you can see you know the long haul with that person um but i don't know i think there's a lot of young people today who just kind of who have strong faiths who kind of are just like they're intrigued they're like oh you're interested in me okay i'll 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 engage i'll I'll flirt around. I'll see how it goes. And I mean, I, that's my view of it, Matt. I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah, it could definitely, I think it poses an interest to guys as well. Um, I think, you know, speaking generally, like, yes, yeah, some guys will be like, Oh, like this is intriguing. Like I'm being pursued. Like that's a little different than what I'm used to. Um, and in that way, I think some guys would find that very attractive. Um, but I think you are right in some sense that if that person knows, if the guy knows the girl well, that's reaching out to him and they haven't already found an interest in her, I think that, yeah, maybe the response would probably not be reciprocated by the guy. But say they only knew each other a little bit or not that well and they're still getting to know each other and that occurred, I think that's a different story. Um, but I, I would agree with Austin in, in some ways that I think that that like intrigues guys a lot um, in a way where they're like, oh, interesting, um, kind of. But it also depends how well you know the person. Yeah. Break, okay. out of, break out of the friend zone. Yes. Okay, wait. I actually have a lot to, like, a lot to comment on what you just said. Super interesting. Because I think that there's, like, some girls are like, oh, well, I can't, like, talk to guys. Like, they have to talk to me first. It's like, first of all, like, they're humans, too. Like, they're scared. Like, it's not easy to talk to people, especially when you like someone. So, like, this whole, like, stress of, like, oh, will he text me first and all that? It's like, just text him. Like, just talk to him. Like, don't be so, like, like, uh, you know? But I, I mean, I'm kind of, like, on the train of, like, I think that guys should do, like, the actual like asking out type of thing like I'm not like I don't know I kind of go back and forth on that but just like because like I don't know I do think that it's important that like guys kind of lead the relationship in that sense but I also like see the like the, like what you guys are saying like it's like oh wow the roles have kind of flipped a bit like I don't have to be like I don't have to do all the work <laughs> like I can kind of like just gotta see where it goes so that's really cool and you know Maureen maybe now you'll feel better <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the type of person to go up to someone to be like, hello, I like you. <laughs> and I'm the type of person to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. I always have to do a lot of digging first, honestly, because I don't want to, like, make someone feel bad. I'm, like, very um, other person, like, related. I don't know. It's like, so I don't want someone to, if they already are dating someone and I tell them that they like them, I don't want them to feel bad because they have to reject me. So I try to do as much like background information first, which is a question that actually is on our list. Um, do guys like do the whole social media stalking thing or is that just a girl thing? <laughs> I don't have social media personally. But Yay! <laughs> the answer to that is like, yes, guys definitely do that. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure guys will you, do that. you want me to elaborate on that one? You can't. I don't have social media, so I haven't. Uh, yes. Years. <laughs> yes, we do. If you have a Visco link in your account, 
and we don't follow you, be sure that we're going to click on the Visco link. <laughs> that's, that's like a given. Like, I mean, that's just the reality. Like we want to like say like, Oh, who are you friends with? Oh, does he, should she have a boyfriend? It, it could be her brother in the picture, but you best be sure that we're going to click on it and be like, Oh wait, it's just her brother. Like we do our research. Like we know, like, we're trying to get a good feel of it. But we also, I think it's important to note, we have a much more inflated idea of ourselves. So like, we're like, we're like, we'll look at that and we'll be like, Oh, she's single. Oh, of course it's going to work out. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> it clicks. like obviously there's a lot of steps that need to work out in the, in the middle there in order for it actually to form some kind of connection. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm so glad that we're not crazy. Like that makes me so happy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So just on the social media train, like, I don't know why we're so obsessed with this because I actually hate social media if everyone didn't know, but like, okay. When guys just like randomly text you or just like randomly DM you and they're just like, Oh, how are you? Like, why do you guys do that? It's so infuriating. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Like when guys just like reach out randomly, like what is up with that? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've never done that before in my life. I, I just don't <laughs> social media, so. Awesome. Okay, but have you ever, like, just, like, yeah. I guess, well, I guess it only works if you have social media, so I'll let Austin take it. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt's going to make me look, like, so terrible in this because he's going to, so, precursor, right? Matt's been in a relationship for, what, four years now? Four years, yeah. Yeah, four years wow. now, same girl from high school. Um, I was in a relationship for seven straight years from eighth grade to senior, to eighth grade to sophomore year of college. Um, then I was single for a year and now I'm back in a relationship again. So it's, we, there's a lot of dating between us. Um, but to answer your question about the, the DM thing, I think you have to be, you have to cut some guys some slack. There's a lot of guys out there who will comment and slide up on your DMs and really cringy stuff. And I think a guy just asking how you are is just trying to be somewhat of a gentleman in a very modern social media day and age. Like there's a lot of guys who go in there and they're like with the worst pickup lines and make like that probably make you laugh out loud to you and your friends. But a guy just simply like trying to be like, how, like, how are you? I think there is some, some, some genuineness there. Maybe his motives are, you know, convoluted down the line, but I think the initial initial asking of how you are doing is I think you got to cut some guys some slack they're doing their best <laughs> oh I I totally agree like honestly like I I think that like guys trying is adorable like just like don't stop like it's cute like we like it I don't like cheesy pickup lines aren't the worst thing in the world like I mean honestly like I don't know if I'm just talking for myself but they're like at least it shows that you care <laughs> but yeah like just I agree with that like cutting guys slack and everything I'm just so curious because like like sometimes I feel like like okay especially now with like quarantine and like COVID and all that jazz like I feel like guys are like wait like I liked you during school and now I don't see you what do I do so <laughs> that's really funny okay we should probably move on from social media yeah actually I was gonna say it would be a good time to take our commercial break and then when we come back we're gonna do um different stuff because we did spend a lot of time on social media so yeah we'll be going to our commercial break right now are you looking for a better way to connect with members of the CUA community are you behind on the university happenings check out SIDPOD the podcast where your community directors share what is going on in their daily lives and talk about the important things happening in residence life 
and the university in general. Get the staff's perspective on things and join in the conversation with your own ideas. We're so excited to be working in collaboration with WCUA. New episodes are posted every Wednesday, so be sure to check back for new episodes every week. Welcome back. <laughs> we are back from commercial. Okay, so next question. Um, does marriage scare you and why or why not? It's <laughs> a loaded question. Oh, um, yeah. Well, so for the viewers, um, you know, for your relationship, um, does marriage scare me? Marriage is definitely something in my mind at the moment, uh, for sure, with whether it's in, you know, the next year or the next couple of years. Um, and yeah, it is a scary, it's a scary thought to be like kind of this young and to be thinking about marriage. It's kind of like, wow, that's kind of nuts. Um, but it's also exciting. Um, so it's almost just like, it, it's just discernment and your vocation is just this like fearful excitement of figuring out what God's will is for you. Um, because it's a huge step, huge commitment, um, life-changing commitment, um, but also could be such a life-giving commitment. Um, so in that way, it's really exciting. Um, so that's how I would answer that question. Um, and also, if you just figure out how to trust God in a way where whatever happens, you know, whether me and my girlfriend end up breaking up or whether we end up getting married and trusting in his plan for me, it also takes a lot of the fear and a lot of the pressure um, of what's, uh, you know, to come in the future. To offer like a little bit of a different perspective, you know, Matt's like been in a really successful relationship. Uh, I've met his girlfriend, Anna, they're great. Um, you know, I've been in, this is my third relationship. My first one was five years. My second was two years. And now my third is going on like, you know, four or five months. So you get this feeling of like, am I failing at this? Like, okay. So the first one didn't work out. Now the second one didn't work out. They were step seven years of my life. Am I, am I just failing at this? Right. Um, am I, is this, maybe it's not meant for me. I think you have to really um, engage in this, and like Matt said, this vocation, this prayer to voc for your vocation, but also think about like, you know, how is God preparing you to be a gift for your spouse one day? And how are these trials and tribulations molding you into the man that you want to be for your spouse and the person that God wants you to be for them? And I think that, it's very discouraging for guys to accept denial, failure, um, to be, especially if you, you were the one broken up with, it's very, it takes a toll. Like I think that guys just rebound and then that's it. Like that's not the case at all. Um, we take it to heart and it, it's a struggle. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it molds you into the person that you're going to be for that person who's going to be the one. Um, and just praying that God continues to mold you in along that path. So um, don't let failures discourage you. I think it's the moral of the story. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that you said that. I recently went through a breakup um, after like 11 months of dating. And it was like, actually like personally, the like lead up to the breakup was way worse than the actual breakup, which I'm sure you understand, Austin. It's like, but I think for, <laughs> I think for girls, especially like when we spend so much of our time with a guy, we're like, it has to work out because I've already committed so much of my life to this person. Like, like you were saying, like seven years, it's a long time. And like, I think for girls, especially it can be hard to like let someone go. I've kind of talked about this in like other episodes, but it's, it's almost like, well, I've committed X, Y, and Z. So it has to work out. 
it's like, not necessarily like <laughs> God might put you with this person. So like you're better for the next or things like that. So I think that's really good that you said that. And just like, yeah. And I'm glad that you like made the point that like guys mourn breakups because I had someone tell me one time that like guys don't like, they're just like, oh yeah. Like, unless we were like, really, like we really thought marriage on the table, it really doesn't affect us. And that always really bugged me. So I'm glad that you put that in light. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um okay oh so I have a question actually go, it's go not so much it. a question it's just like something I think that people need to talk about more is like you were kind of talking about how yeah like guys have feelings too and stuff like that <laughs> my question is more about like self-esteem because I know that's a big issue for girls but like how do guys deal with that like do you like issues that they have and are you capable of talking about that with your guy friends or would you prefer to talk about it with girls because we like relate to it more I guess I I mean that's that's situ that's person to person generalizing most guys won't talk about it at all we don't see that as much here at Catholic's campus um, more so at other college universities um, and I think you know you find out your true friends if you're able to share with them you know what I mean like so for me I'm able to share my emotions what's going on with my life um, I'm also an extremely emotional person my mom and dad cry a ton um, so for me, it's not really a problem, but guys just guard themselves up because they're afraid of getting hurt even more. Um, they're afraid. And, and the culture tells us that, you know, if you share your feelings and they're weak, you're weak, you know, we're on the contrary. It's actually the opposite. Um, and I think, I think that they're, it, it's a total cultural thing. And I think most people would agree. Most girls would agree that the culture around the idea that guys need to act tough, need to hold their emotions in so that they can be tough is such a flawed and exhausting culture because it eats away yeah. at the guy's mind. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I would say it's interesting because we live with, we live with um, me, Matt, um, and Joe, our cameraman who's in this room behind us. Um, and three of us are best friends. And we, I think, I guess from the self-esteem point, I internally do it. Right. Like I'm like, I see Matt, well, all three of us are in relationships. I see Matt, I see Joe, how successful they have been. Um, and I'm like, man, like I don't measure up to these guys. I don't like, I think in that sense, like, and we've had conversations where we talked about it. Um, yeah. I think it's something that's difficult to, to do for guys. I think I would, I would say I'd go to girls too about it though. I think there, I definitely have girls that I trust that I, that I go to about it. Um, but I'm also known as like the resident sad boy. So I'm always in my feelings. Um, so I feel like I'm not, I'm a, I feel like I'm not a great representation of the, the male gender as a whole. You guys are perfect for each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I don't, when you said like, yeah, I don't really think when you were talking about how like the girl girls like see the flawed, um, like society about emotions, that's like so true. Like we do not enjoy like, the guy who can't like be vulnerable it's it's not attractive at all it's actually really annoying um we'd rather you be honest with us like especially in a dating relationship it's so much easier when you're just like up front um and not trying to like push everything to a side so if any guys are listening don't do that <laughs> be vulnerable. it's okay um okay i have a question that is not really related to anything we've been talking about it's just random do you guys like not do you guys do guys in general like really have an opinion on makeup 
because there are so many guys who are like, how dare you wear makeup? And then there's some guys who are like, wear makeup. And I just like, I'm just curious. <laughs> I think, um, I'm going to have such an aggressive answer compared to you. Yeah. I, <laughs> an opinion on makeup. I mean, guys definitely do. There's guys that definitely have a wide ranging amount of opinions on makeup. I'll just offer my own. I don't really care. Personally, um, I think if a girl wears makeup, you know, great. Like if they kind of, it's just like almost like a, a form of clothing almost, right? And if they don't want to, so I am a firm believer though, however, that in a relationship, the girl should be comfortable enough. Eventually, if the relationship is founded on trust and, you know, that comes with time, a girl should be confident enough and trust her boyfriend enough to not wear makeup in front of him. And the boy should find that girl beautiful, whether she wears makeup or not. Um, firm believer on that. Um, if a guy's dating a girl that she doesn't, that he doesn't find pretty without makeup on, that's a problem, you know, because before you start dating, you need to be physically attracted to an individual, right? And then it becomes more than that once you get to know the person. So that, that's kind of my opinion on makeup. I don't, like if I see a girl not wearing makeup, my first thought, thought isn't, she's not wearing makeup. And if I see a girl wearing makeup, my first thought isn't she's wearing makeup. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. that's not how I look, but there are guys who would look like that and who would, you know, take that into account when dating uh, a girl. I'm just not particularly. Wondering. That's so interesting to me. Like we don't think about it like that. <laughs> I just think it's no. so like, it just fascinates me that you guys are like, wow like she's wearing makeup it's well like, I, meant, I meant actually i don't know i i don't but just I, guys in general i 100 percent do i hate it i think it's the like it's like a, to me it's 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 me it's a turn off like i don't like it really yes i don't like wow. i don't enjoy it also because like so I, I in my relationship in all my relationships i've always preferred right like the moment where i think my girlfriend looks the most beautiful was when like, you know, sweatpants and, uh, and a sweatshirt and just kind of like a very snuggly type outfit. Like that's like, to me, that's like perfect. I don't need all the, you know, the, the hair done and the makeup. Like, like Matt said, if you believe that your girlfriend is beautiful, her and her most natural form should be the most beautiful that she is. So I, I'm a firm believer in that. What I'll also pair that with though, is that I think it's important that a guy never ever tells a girl what she can and cannot wear in a relationship when it comes to clothes, makeup, like lipstick, which is a, that's a whole other conversation for me. But like, <laughs> but, like but like makeup and lipstick, all that stuff, not a huge fan. To me, like I've met girls who at first I, I've seen them without makeup, thought they were really pretty. Um, and I've seen them out um, in a social setting and kind of all dialed up, right, in the in quotations, um, and I immediately was not, like, attracted to them anymore because I thought that they actually were prettier um, in the more natural way. So I would have over an aggressive stance on it. Um, it yeah, it's... I would, yeah, I would also say that's more of a unique position. I think more guys would probably be more inclined to say the opposite, and I, I hear what you're saying about, like, you know, like, to me, the whole idea of makeup, I think, comes from, for some people, insecurity and in what they look like naturally, um, not for everyone, but also for some people, it's just almost like as a form of clothing, I think. I think it's yeah. like, you're going to mass, you're going to look as nice as you can for Christ, you know what I mean? Or whatever, yes. like something like that. And I think that's, um, 
I think there's both sides to why girls may wear makeup. You guys can touch on that, but I think there's many sides to what guys think about. Well, I mean, for me, I don't, I like wasn't allowed to wear makeup like growing up. So I still don't really have much just because I, I don't feel like putting in the effort to put it on. Yeah, I do have mascara. And for me, whenever I like, if I like a guy and I know I'm going to see him, I will put on makeup because I just assume <laughs> that he will think I look prettier and he'll actually notice me that time. <laughs> and also, I think it is a misconception for guys. I don't know if this is true, but I think they don't realize. <laughs> I think a lot of guys say like they want a natural girl and then they don't realize what how much no makeup, makeup she's actually wearing <laughs> yeah they don't realize what no makeup is and so most yeah. girls just don't believe it when guys say that so I'm really glad that you said that Austin because I like even as much as guys say they want like no makeup and then they see people without makeup and they're like put some makeup on you look horrible <laughs> like <laughs> so I'm really glad you yeah. said that no that's so true also like a lot of girls are just like honestly like from me like I'm not gonna get up early for class to put makeup on like that's not happening like but if I go somewhere nice I'll maybe wear it but like I don't know a lot of girls are also just raised in like households where like them like it's just like you put makeup on like it's not even like really a thought it's just like getting ready in the morning type of thing so but honestly like I think more girls would be inclined to be like oh thank god he doesn't like makeup like i don't have to do it like type of thing so that's pretty funny okay do guys okay, ever go. call dibs on girls because like if, if if you're in a friend group with girls the first person to say they like somebody and everybody yeah. else has to just step back so exactly <laughs> yeah it's pretty rare i would say i think it, it would kind of be maybe freshman year when like guys, no one knew anyone. Guys would do that, but now everyone knows. It gets competitive too. Like we're like, yeah. like, like we're like, oh, she's gonna like me. Like she's yeah. Like, <laughs> you do that? No, I no, no, not, we do don't. That. No, we don't do that. But like I'm saying, in general, guys yeah. like are very competitive about it. And I, I think that I just don't even think they're a thing either. Like I don't. Yeah. Know. I think if guys do it, if another guy in that room likes that girl, he's gonna say, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like we'll see um we'll see so i, I don't know i don't i don't think so well, I, I don't, i've never experienced it happen to me i think that like it's one of those things where like if i don't know i think it, it ever gets into this like oh guys can punch each other in the face and then be fine the next day <laughs> girls can hold grudges on each other like oh yeah so like i think it follows that same kind of line of thinking that like a guy can make a disagreement about uh, having a disagreement oh we both like the same girl but, like, at the end of the day, one person's going to come out, like, and if one guy comes out and gets her and the other one doesn't, they just kind of get over it. I think that that's, like, the – that seems to be the consensus. I think I, – I say this as somebody who's not never really had been in that experience, but from what I've just witnessed from other friends. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't really know girls call it dibs, but it's more just, like, an unspoken rule, I guess. Like – Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, we definitely hold grudges, especially like, where guys are concerned. I specifically remember an instance in freshman year. Um, there was this one guy that like everybody thought was cute, but nobody, nobody would really like, we would agree that we thought he was cute, but whoever said that they liked him first, like no one else would say that they actually liked him. We would just say, we think he's cute. Because if you're in a conversation, mm -hmm. if somebody actually is like, oh, I like this person, nobody else is allowed to like them. <laughs> if you if you do, you better just keep it down. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Oh my gosh. We have time for like one more question. So pick a good one. Okay. Do you prefer girls who are like girly 
or like like do you care about that stuff you know like the the like typical like stereotype does that make sense like girls that can watch sports with you play video games or whatever or would you prefer a girl who's like I don't understand football can you teach me please (laughs) okay that's a little bit of an extreme warning jeez (laughs) but you know what we're saying like do you like does that make sense I think this is interesting because I think I always thought that I was going to you know be attracted to a girl who played sports let's say and Anna who's my girlfriend right now doesn't play sports she's not unathletic but she didn't play sports in high school. Um, she, you know, sang choir. She um, kind of did those some of those stereotypical like girly, girly activities. Um, and I mean, once I got to know her, it, it didn't really matter. And also, you know, Shoal, like also, you know, played downstairs with my brothers with me, my little brothers with me. Um, and I find that amazing and very attractive quality of hers is that she is willing to kind of get out of her comfort zone just to be with my family almost which is great so i think it's um i think yes guys do have a standard like that but also once you get to know a girl it kind of becomes irrelevant in a sense because you know a girl playing sports or playing video games with you is such a superficial and like really not a big deal in the grand scheme of things like you have other things to worry about like her and her quality of her like sociability and stuff like that so I mean for me I that was my thought didn't end up coming to fruition and I, I don't care I could care less that Anna is in outside kicking a soccer ball um <laughs> or shooting a basketball you know um I think like you can tell me if I'm wrong but PSA for like for a lot of guys a girl like is a, a girl is girly is a really great really great way for a guy to bring out his inner girliness. Like there's, <laughs> like there's things that like like that we don't have to we don't have to be like super bro tough like around like when you get to that point with a girl, you can just kind of be like, you know, a little bit like a little bit stereotypical girly in a sense of the word. Like that's fun. Like if you can just kind of be like kind of live without judgment. So I think that there's a lot of I mean, I guess in my experience my first two girlfriends were both dancers. So I guess it's more of a stereotypical, like, girly um, activity. But I think at the end of the day, like, I, mean, I play baseball here at the university and I play baseball in high school. Um, they come and watch because they, because they love you, not because they love the sport. And maybe they don't necessarily enjoy it, but they necessarily enjoy watching you succeed or fail or whatever, that, whatever happens in that, and, you know, in it. So... I don't know. I think there's a, there's a, it's a give and a take. I mean, I think at the end of the day, there's always going to be things where it's like, I'm just still a guy and I don't want to go shopping and, and, and go to Ulta and like do all these things. <laughs> but like, there's also the aspect of like, yeah, I want to like sit and watch a movie or go take like cute pictures. I like taking cute pictures. Like if I'm with my girlfriend out somewhere and we're like dressed nice, I want a picture that looks cute with a nice background. Like, that's fine. I'm not one to jump for a picture personally. I'm drives and nuts. But yeah. No, that's cool. I'm glad that you guys have such different perspectives on everything. It's so interesting. I'm like fascinated. But thanks so much oh for coming God. on the podcast. This was so fun. We're so excited. We're probably gonna go on yours next week. 
Probably. Yes, we are. That's uh, the thing. Okay. I'm so excited. So yeah, thanks so much. Um, We'll be back next week, but on stained glass stories, probably. So yay. Yeah. Um, And if you listen to our episodes and theirs now, because you have to listen to both, obviously. Um, (laughs) And don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you have it. Obviously, Matt can't do that. That's sad. But (laughs) (laughs) our Instagram's Fiat Podcast. And let us know what you thought of this episode or any of our other episodes. Or if you just want to chat, we're here. So, yes, we yeah. love when you contact us. Oh, we contact do so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Bye.